The Koigig Pod. Emma Bird is in tears. Keeping you up to date with all this summer's football in Australia. I can't believe it. We've finally done it. Subscribe to The Koigig Pod on the Off The Ball app now. The Football Daily on Off The Ball. Hello and welcome to Thursday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan. We'll start with events in Perth yesterday. Ireland captain Katie McCabe says they want to end their first ever Women's World Cup campaign on a high the girls in green can no longer qualify for the last 16 after the 2-1 loss to Canada. Vera Powside will be playing for Pride next Monday when they face Nigeria and Brisbane in their final game in Group B. McCabe, who scored Ireland's first ever goal at a Women's World Cup, believes the players can build on appearing in a first major tournament. It's not been an easy journey to get here, um, as you all know. Um, the highs and lows of the last few weeks, players missing out, um, players getting injured. Um, it's, been a, it's been a real journey for the team and for the way the girls have held, like held themselves throughout this this whole few weeks and starting against obviously Australia and then tonight as well, um, I was just so proud of them. And for us now, it's about regrouping, um, keeping the positives from these games and making sure we we give the nation something to be really proud of. And hopefully, we can end this tournament with a win for them. Plenty of talk about Vera Powell's future in today's papers. The Ireland boss says she'd like to stay on but she's yet to agree terms on a new contract. A lot of people feel there might be a natural ending after the final group game, and our reporter in Australia, Kathleen McNamee, was on OTB AM earlier. She said that seems to be the feeling over there at the moment. The talk on the ground out here very much has been, like, what's going to happen, because I think even before the team went out to Australia, there was a feeling that unless something really remarkable happens during this World Cup, it possibly would be Vera's last campaign with the team. Her herself has said that, you know, she wants to stay on, but the way things have ground to a bit of a halt before they even went out to the tournament in terms of talks. And I honestly just like looking at Vera the last couple of weeks, I think she herself is exhausted from everything over the last couple of months. You know, she hasn't had that wannabe that she's had around her for a long time. And I feel like some some of the players, when you ask her about her now, the responses are getting a lot less emphatic and a lot more surface level. And, uh, you know, there's no one on the team running out to say we absolutely want Beer to continue on past this World Cup. And I think that's quite telling. Obviously, Ireland are out in Group B, but it's still all to play for in that final round of games because our next opponents, Nigeria, beat co-host Australia 3-2 in Brisbane. That probably means the Matildas are going to have to beat Canada unless Ireland can beat Nigeria. Australia went ahead in first half injury time but conceded before the break. As we've seen at this tournament, the officials have no problem playing five or six minutes injury time at the end of the first half. The introduction of Barcelona's, as I said, Oshuola worked a treat for Nigeria in the second half and she got the third goal. Elsewhere at the World Cup today, the USA's winning run of 13 games at the tournament came to an end. The defending champions came from a goal down to draw one all with the Netherlands in a repeat of the final four years ago. Portugal beat Vietnam 2-0 in the other game in Group E. So Portugal move on to three points, one behind the USA and the Dutch. So they'll have to beat the champions in their final group game. Shamrock Rovers, Dundalk and Derry City step into the second qualifying round of the Conference League tonight. After defeat in the Champions League qualifiers, Rovers are in Hungary to face Ferenc Varos, who beat Rovers 4-1 over two legs last season in the Europa League qualifiers. They lost 4-0 in the away leg. Kickoff is 6 o'clock. Dundalk have travelled to Iceland to face KA. That game starts at 7. Derry City are at Hampton Cups of Finland for the first leg. Kickoff on that one is 7.45. 
Former Dundalk manager Vinnie Perth was on OTBAM to look ahead to the action, starting with Rovers, and he said, we shouldn't judge things on last season's result against Ferenc Varos, especially after the Hungarian champions suffered a shock loss at home in the Champions League qualifiers. They lost the Champions League tie to a uh, Faroe Island side, which was a very, very strange result. So that's a fascinating one to watch. So I hope Rovers get through. Genuinely believe that this team have something in them and they're being tested and people are questioned. So I hope Rovers get through. Um, Dundalk is probably the one I look to because they're playing aside from Iceland who are sort of mid-table at the moment and I think they may have a real strong chance. They were able to rest people ironically against Rovers on Sunday and still win. There's a real buzz around the camp at the moment and the, um, the Dundalk players absolutely love Europe and you hear them talking about it at the moment. It's it's the time um, they really enjoy. So, so the Dundalk tie is really winnable, and and Derry's a tough tie. People will, will see the name uh, cups and think, oh, that's a handy one. But uh, the Finland league is is really good. Uh, so that's a tough tie. But I, I still expect at least one, if not two, teams in Europe uh, by the end of this qualifying round. Liverpool have confirmed that captain Jordan Henderson has completed his move to Saudi Pro League side Al Etifak. The England midfielder captain Liverpool to their first league title in 30 years in 2020, a year after he lifted the Champions League trophy. The deal's worth £12 million plus add-ons. Henderson joined Liverpool from Sunderland in 2011. He made 492 appearances for the club. He's been criticised by some for the move to Saudi Arabia, including Liverpool's LGBT plus fans group Cop Out, who urged him to reconsider moving to a country where same-sex relationships are illegal. Remember, he had spoken out about LGBT plus rights at last year's World Cup in Qatar. Fabinho's next. He's set to complete his move to Al Ittihad. The Brazilian won't travel to Singapore with the Liverpool squad. But it's believed Kylian Mbappe and his representatives refused to meet with Al-Hilal officials in Paris yesterday to discuss a possible world record transfer to the Saudi League. PSG want to cash in on Mbappe. He can leave for free next summer. And the French champions had given the Saudi Pro League side permission to speak with the France International over personal terms after receiving that world record bid of €300 million. Manchester United manager Eric Ten Hag says their inability to take chances against Real Madrid emphasised their need for a new striker. United lost 2-0 to Real in Houston in a pre-season friendly last night. Jude Bellingham scored the first very tidy finish past Andre Onana. The second was an overhead kick from Hasselu, the former Newcastle striker. United are pushing to sign Danish striker Rasmus Hjoyland from Atalanta. Stoke have brought in Ireland goalkeeper Mark Travers on a season-long loan from Bournemouth. 24-year-old has made 70 appearances for Bournemouth, but he spent most of last season on the bench. Ireland midfielder Jamie McGrath left Wigan after opting to terminate his contract. The departure is made with immediate effect by McGrath, who played for Wigan's first team four times last season before he spent the campaign on loan at Scottish side Dundee United. Bohemians have signed defender Louis Holzman on loan from Reading until the end of the season. The 19-year-old centre-half will go straight into the matchday squad for tomorrow's game against UCD if he receives international clearance. And Sligo Rovers defender Danny Lafferty has been hit with a six-match ban following his red card in last Friday's FAI Cup defeat at Drogheda. He was sent off following a clash with Kyle Robinson in the penalty area, which resulted in a penalty at the Drogheda. He won't be available again for Sligo until they play Derry City on the 23rd of September. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.